Welcome to Talent Hub Talk. I'm Ben Duncan, and on this podcast, I will be interviewing prominent and inspirational figures from both the local ANZ and global Salesforce Ohana. So welcome to today's episode. I am actually the guest today, so you're just going to be hearing from me today. And I've got some interesting stats to run through because we released our 2021 ANZ Salesforce Market Survey. That can be downloaded from our website, talent-hub.com.au. And there's lots of interesting stats in there. So I'm not going to go through every single one, but I'm going to run through the document and give my opinion on a few of the facts and trends and figures that we're seeing. And I guess give a, a current market observation on what we're seeing in each area. For anyone that wants to listen and read at the same time, I'm going to go through the survey in order. So um, if you want to grab your copy and then listen, then great. If not, I'll, uh, I'll try to give as much information on audio as possible so that you don't need to read the document at the same time, but whatever works for you, really. So this is a survey on the ANZ market. So we're not covering anything outside of Australia and New Zealand. I know the market is busy everywhere, but I can only speak for Australia and New Zealand. And the stats that I'll be running through will only cover these markets. So I'll start by saying the market is absolutely crazy at the moment. We're seeing more demand than we've ever seen. I think there's a number of factors behind that, but there's a real shortage of good, high quality, experienced talent in the market in Australia and New Zealand at the moment. I think that's amplified by the fact that borders are closed still. So we're not seeing necessarily any new talent coming into the market or, or new experienced talent, I should say. We are seeing, obviously, new entrants to the market and people upskilling, which is amazing. But we, uh, we aren't seeing any new experienced talent coming into the market from overseas, which is obviously different from previous years and prior to COVID because there was a good steady inflow of people moving to Australia and New Zealand and coming with a good level of Salesforce skill set. So getting into the survey, so what we're seeing at the moment, the first section covers the talent shortage and what customers and, uh, and hiring managers are feeling about the current market. So 82% of Salesforce managers that we surveyed are finding it challenging to find and hire Salesforce talent. 82% is a really, really high figure, but could, could well be higher. Um, you know, I, I'm surprised it's not uh, 100% because I'd like to meet the 18% that aren't struggling and, and understand what they're doing differently because attracting talent is a, a real challenge at the moment, especially not just attracting, but actually getting people to commit and, and choose your business over all of the other businesses that are hiring is a, a real challenge for very many hiring managers right now. So we asked, what do Salesforce managers see as their biggest challenge to their team's growth in the next 12 months? And I was quite surprised with the outcome because from the conversations I'm having with my clients and, and prospective clients in the market, there, there's a constant theme around the salaries being too high and, and people struggling to pay the, the salaries that certain skill sets are looking for. And, and actually, only 15% uh, of people said unsustainable salaries were the biggest challenge for their team growth. But actually attracting experienced talent to their team was the number one this year. So 38% of, of hiring managers said that's going to be their biggest challenge, actually getting people to want to join their business. And then second was retention of the current team at 29%. And, and that's consistent year on year. Everyone does know it's hard to keep good talent once you've been able to secure it. So this year in 2021, the survey results tell us that the Salesforce developer role is the hardest role to source for Salesforce hiring managers. 
that's no surprise to me. I think, you know, daily we're getting new Salesforce developer roles in from our client base. The roles are across end users. They're working for ISVs and, and obviously consulting partners too. So it seems to me that everyone is hiring for Salesforce developers. So there's no surprise that that's the hardest role to fill right now. Interestingly, we did see that a big percentage of, of hiring managers, whether that's in the end customer or consulting world, did hire in either 2020 or early in 2021. So 89% of the people that we surveyed actually have made hires through the COVID period. We've definitely seen in Australia and New Zealand that the market really rebound. And I think that the second half of last year was pretty strong. Definitely the end of last calendar year was really strong. And then it's continued into 2021. So uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely seeing an ongoing demand and I guess even still an increase in demand week on week. So the uh, next thing that is is really interesting, obviously we, we've commented on how many people hired last year, but interestingly, out of all of the consulting practices that we surveyed, 100% expect to grow their teams this year. So really interesting to see that so many people are looking to grow and expand their teams. And uh, 67% of the hiring companies that we surveyed expect to hire five or more people outside of replacement hires, so net new employees in the team. Another interesting stat is that 34% of Salesforce managers have had or experienced a role being unfilled for over three months due to a lack of available talent. Again, that's no surprise to me. I think three months is obviously, it feels like a significant period of time, um, but it's not uncommon now to speak to a customer that is really struggling to hire, especially for the more technical roles, so developers, technical architects, and also roles like solution architect as well. And um, these roles can go unfilled for a long time. And that's gone up. So 12 months ago, 29% of managers had that same challenge in that roles were staying open for a long period of time. And 24 months ago, 24% of managers said the same. So so yeah, really interesting that the the time to fill a role is going up and up and it's getting more and more challenging. So we see a lot of people now looking for contract roles. And interestingly, 100% of consulting managers that we surveyed do hire Salesforce contractors, but 74% of them said that they prefer not to. So their preference isn't to hire contractors and to have permanent members of staff. But obviously, that's not always possible. And, and that's why 100% of consulting managers have or do hire contractors at some point. It's really interesting to see that the Salesforce managers now have reduced the, the different factors that they find important. They're, they're now out of the options we gave them. Salesforce certifications or the number of certifications held were the least important factor. So culture fit has now become the number one factor. Um, so 51% of hiring managers in the consulting space said that the culture fit was, was now their, their top priority, which is actually consistent with, uh, with last year's findings. On the flip side, in the end user world, culture fit has slipped down, but product knowledge, so specific Salesforce product knowledge has taken precedence. So we're seeing that 32% of, of end user hiring managers have said that product knowledge is now the most important thing when they're making hiring decisions. And I think that probably is in keeping with the number of new products that Salesforce now have, uh, the complexity of Salesforce environments. I think um, you know having someone on board that can hit the ground running and, and understands the complexities of different products is, is obviously very important, especially as the orgs are, are more complex and the, what's being asked of Salesforce is now much greater than, than it previously was. So that kind of aligns to, to what I would expect. 77% of end user managers have to pay more to attract Salesforce professionals to their organization when compared to other skill sets. So this is a really interesting one because we, we do see a lot of customers that will say, 
you know, I'm looking to to hire a Salesforce developer and we pay our developers X per year. And when I ask, well, what developers do you pay that kind of money? It's a across the board and sweeping statement kind of blanket. We we pay all of our developers at senior level this money. And that just doesn't work anymore. Unfortunately, Salesforce and the salaries have, have gone up at such a rate that other technologies and other skill sets haven't kept up. So it's just not possible now to secure a really, really top Salesforce developer for the same salary that you might be paying other developers in the market. There are obviously other development roles or other skill sets that have increased at the same rate as Salesforce. So you can't say you know that there are no other roles out there that are paid the same as Salesforce professionals. But I think it's really difficult to pay everyone in the team with the same job title, the same money if they specialize in different technologies. So that's just something to be aware of as a hiring manager. I am really big on reputation, brand, and I guess the perception of different companies in the market. So it was interesting to see that 34% of Salesforce managers felt that they have a good reputation in the Salesforce ecosystem, whereas 47% admitted that they're unsure of the company reputation. So 34% is quite high, in my opinion, to say that, yes, we have a good reputation. Um, It'll be interesting for me to understand from those people what they're measuring that on and by. Because, um, yeah, I think that's an area that's not given enough attention as to how the brand or how the company is perceived in the wider market. And is it a company of choice when uh, when people are looking for jobs? Is that an employer of choice and someone they want to work at? So I definitely think there's more work that companies can be doing around elevating their brand and their reputation. And that's something we look to do when we're partnering with different organizations. So interview processes, the typical um, stages or the, the amount of interviews is two. 66% of hiring managers say this. I recommend that people have two interviews. Um, one can can sometimes be not enough. And interestingly as well, after one interview, unless the candidate has been prepared that there'll only be one interview, then sometimes it can be a little bit alarming when they get an offer straight away after a first interview, because sometimes they feel like they've not had a chance to ask the questions they wanted to ask, or they feel like it's a little bit rushed. So sometimes, especially for contract, one interview is fine. But for permanent hires, I do recommend that you know they, they meet more than one person in the team and they get a feel for different people in the, the environment and get to ask all of the questions they ask. Um, anything over two, I think, can sometimes be a bit much. And if you're getting to four, five, six, then, then yeah, you're definitely asking too much of candidates and risking losing good talent through the process. 94% of Salesforce managers reported having a preference for some degree of ongoing remote working. So yeah, we are seeing... Obviously, still people working from home. We're seeing a lot of people wanting to continue working from home. And we are seeing a lot of managers also in the same boat. They want to keep their teams working from home because also working from home suits them. So I think there's a good balance at the moment in the market around remote working and and expectations. Only 6% of Salesforce managers have a preference for their teams to consistently work from the office five days a week. And I'll tell you now, those 6% are going to struggle to attract talent as we move through 2021 and beyond and because times have changed and people just do not want to be in an office five days a week. Or should I say most people don't want to be in an office five days a week. So the survey tells us that two days per week is the right balance. So Salesforce managers have said that two days per week is their preference of their teams working in the office per week. So two times. Looking at how Salesforce teams and projects deliver. So 56% of end user organizations have told us they typically deliver a Salesforce project with the support of a Salesforce partner. That sounds about right. We see some companies doing that in-house. We see some companies hiring contractors. And obviously, I would say the vast majority. So in this case, the majority, 56% use partners. 
that's not just for greenfield implementations, that's for enhancements, that's to roll out new products or rolling out new features. And obviously, we're seeing more and more consulting companies get into the managed services space where they are keeping people on board for long periods of time. 14% of end user managers have told us that they hire contractors. And yeah, that that's lower than I would have expected. And we're seeing more and more contract roles popping up. I think maybe there's there's some confusion with that question because actually we, we see a lot of staff augmentation in the market. And sometimes those people come from consulting businesses and they're delivered as a person, a body rather than a, a consulting arrangement. So I think a lot of companies actually do staff augmentation with contractors, but from consulting partners. So uh, there, there may be a bit of crossover in the, the results we've received there. It's great to see that 46% of end user managers are planning to add new products. They're existing um, Salesforce suite this year. We're, I mean, continued growth. We're seeing growth on growth on growth, and, and it looks like that's going to continue. So exciting to see that 46% of managers across the region are expecting to add products. And Marketing Cloud is, uh, is expected to be the, the biggest growth. So that's come from both end customers and consulting partners. The people that are delivering a lot of projects are saying that the Marketing Cloud market is going to be the biggest growth area for, for the market this year. And it's interesting because I have seen a spike in, uh, in Marketing Cloud and also Pardot roles in early 2021. So that's in keeping with the results that we're seeing. We get this question a lot around specialization and is the market going to go down a specialized route? And 51% of consulting managers have reported that they do have product specializations within their team. So, you know, we do see some consulting partners with, uh, you know, simplest uh, CPQ specialists. They obviously do more than just CPQ, but they have a strong CPQ offering. We see other, uh, other partners that specialize in industry verticals. So I do feel that specializations and, and product and industry specializations are growing and, and becoming more common in the market. So I think that's one to watch out for. And I do think that if you are someone that's getting into the market now and, and looking to, to carve out a niche, then you might want to look at a, a vertical, uh, an industry vertical, or going deep into specific or certain products that you think have some good growth. So that could be CPQ, FSL financial services cloud, these kind of products where we're, we're hearing uh, about growth and obviously marketing cloud, if you have that kind of skill set. 88% of Salesforce managers told us that their business does not award salary increases based on additional Salesforce certifications. This is interesting because we see that a lot of candidates and a lot of job seekers expect that. So uh, there's a, a little bit of a misalignment in terms of what companies do and, and what they want to do when someone secures a certification compared to what candidates are expecting. So 56% of Salesforce professionals told us that they feel they should be rewarded uh, with a higher salary or daily rate when they achieve a new certification. So yeah, really interesting that there's a bit of an imbalance there. 82% of Salesforce managers feel that the current Salesforce talent for an ANZ is challenged to some degree. So 12% said that that's experience short. 38% said we're candidate short. And 32% said we are quality short. If I was to comment on that, I would say we are experience short and we are quality short. I don't think we're necessarily candidate short. I speak to plenty of people at the moment, which really unfortunately aren't able right now to secure roles and are still looking for their first step into the market. So I think there's there's an untapped pool of up and coming, uh, enthusiastic, incredibly passionate Salesforce trailblazers that are just looking to be given an opportunity. So candidate short isn't isn't my view on the market, but experience short and quality short are, are the areas I would say that we are definitely in need of a bit of an uplift. 
82% of consulting managers are not confident there is enough available Salesforce talent in ANZ to meet their Salesforce hiring needs over the next 12 months. And this stat last year was 54%. So a, a massive increase here. So we've got a huge increase in the number of consulting managers that do not feel there is an, enough suitable talent in the, the region to keep up with their growth, which is, it's alarming, it's scary. And uh, I really hope a lot more consulting partners are looking to put a plan in place around how they upskill, how they cross-skill, how they train and how they bring uh, rookies, not just graduates, but people that are transitioning from other technologies, other careers, uh, bring them through and give them exposure on the Salesforce platform. And only 18% of, of managers across the board felt there's a good balance of candidates' experience and quality available in the market. So 18% feel that we're ticking all the boxes from a, an experience, a volume of candidates and, and quality of candidates in the market. So yeah, some really interesting stats there. There's a huge amount more on the, the survey that I recommend you download from our website, as I said. And, and I've just summarized the hiring manager piece. And now I'm going to move into the candidate world. So we obviously survey both hiring managers and Salesforce professionals. So we'll now summarize some of the, the interesting findings from the candidate space. And you can catch part two of this podcast next week to hear all of the data that we've gathered from Salesforce professionals. I hope you've enjoyed this part where we've been focusing on the data collected from Salesforce hiring managers. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talent Hub Talk. If you're enjoying the podcast, we'd love it if you could subscribe and also leave a short review. Um, we're keen for this podcast to reach as many people in the Salesforce ecosystem as possible.